And now, from Grid Square Echo Mike 48, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. Well, hello and welcome. It is Christian. Welcome to 100 Watts and a Wire. We are on episode 372. It is Sunday, fun day, and uh, your boy is back in the studio. It feels good to be back in, uh, be back home. Uh, New York is a great, great city. I love it. A great history. Forget about all the stuff that people get wrapped up in. Uh, it's usually all oh, the politics. You could just sink old California and sink old New York. And, you know, it's kind of that's my uh, impression of the folks that uh, will poo poo on, on places based on the politics or maybe. But uh, what great history. And uh, I just love the city. I'm a city kid, was uh, born and raised in the city. So getting around, seeing the different things, the different history. And it's such a big city that you can kind of find something new every time you're there. And I think that's cool. You know, it gives you a reason to want to come back or create a theme, that sort of thing. But anywho, it is nice to be back home at the homestead. Uh, Steve is here. Scotty is here engineering. He is in the sound truck, Steve, down uh, the road. Uh, apparently, we can't let him close to the area now. He's He's got a sound truck of his own. He wanted us to establish Ooh. his own rig. So he's got sort of this RV thing. And he's got uh, the Mark from, you know, our community who spent his career as a limo driver. He drives this thing around. Oh, okay. he has a personal he's driver, too. Oh, wow. Look, and wow. I'm sorry. I want to apologize to Steve first. I took away your therapy fish. You had a goldfish on your rider. It helped you. All of a sudden, I'm like, we got to get rid of this, you know, this sort of, uh, what do they call that, Stevie? It's a, it's you know, a perk. Like, it was kind of a, you know. He had a fish. It was a little a fish bizarre, Because, but... you know, nuts and butts. You know, he had, you know, front row, you know, McMarkey uh, billing, and I had nothing. I just. You was, needed a fish. It's sort of like well, a I needed a fish, fish and then nuts field. and butts comes and eats the fish. So the fish is gone, and I hope your cat is is happy there, Scotty. I think he likes his cat, his uh, cat to be called Willie. But Willie? Uh, well, well, it's you more may sense a butts. little tension here on the staff, and I'm trying to keep things balanced. You know, people have these little dogs that they'll bring into the building, and they'll say, "Look, it's my it's my dog. It makes me feel good. My I have therapy that dog, my emotional dog, my emotional." Well, Steve asked for a goldfish, so for years it's been a new goldfish because they friggin' die every every weekend. I don't know if he pours a little bourbon in for him. I think he likes them <laughs> to to live a life, and then they die, and then they're in hey, there. Try and, some know, of this IPA. Yeah, <laughs> drip a little like IPA, it. the fish dies, and the next week there's another fish. A person has to go out and get a new fish. Anyway, it's a therapy fish. And but, then the last one got eaten by nuts and butts, and nuts it and was butts. it's all over and done with. So you or can AKA spend Willie. attention Willie. in the crew here because <laughs> Willie is not named Nuts and Butts. But when he makes an appearance <laughs> on the live stream, which we do Sundays at 6 o'clock, everybody's listening is welcome to join us. He usually puts his nuts and his butts right up into the camera. So Steve is uh, referencing him that way. But uh, welcome, guys. Uh, Scotty down in the new sound truck, the RV with a driver. I know it's causing a little tension, but uh, we'll get it through it here these engineer types they needed a little bit 
Hello, Steve. How's things going for you, sir? Going good. It's going real good. <clears throat> nice, nice weekend, and kind of enjoying the uh, the little downtime. It's been a really hectic week uh, this past week. Is it me, or has it seemed so hectic? Like before, I went on vacation, which has its own kind of hectic. I think I you sometimes you need a vacation from your vacation. It felt like that toward the last couple of days, although they were beautiful in New York City. The ones before that were crazy hot. I mean, melt. Ugh, I don't even want to go outside type of thing. Um, but before vacation, it just seems like business has been picked up. And I don't know if it's we're just, I don't know for you, I don't know if it really matters for your line of work past, you know, pandemic type of stuff. But for us um, in events and that sort of thing, we've definitely picked up. Why have you? picked up so much or is this kind of normal is it, it just feels like you are so busy uh well this week i'm down one guy so uh and then for next week i'm down a, <clears throat> one guy so i'm pretty much covering everything here in the eastern part of the state and then uh we had a one of the rare storms that rolled through western washington uh quite a lot of at lightning activity and it took out some equipment and one of my other guys was uh, losing his mind on how, what, how to deal with it. And so uh, I've been spending a lot of time on the road going back and forth. And <clears throat> Friday, I thought I was going to have an easy day. And nope, another three-hour trip out to the uh, into the hinterlands. And then uh, couldn't drive through the wheat field because everything is all dry, ready to harvest. So put on the backpack and start hiking into the radio site to take care of a, a small problem. So, and then another three hour drive back. So <laughs> six hours of driving for 20 minutes worth of work. Well, he's a foreman on his job. So he usually points and tells those young bucks. Uh, what to do. I, I, I lost my shovel. I get up there. Foreman, we lean on you shovel. Get shovel but, and you get but my I shovel lost him. So. I'm losing my balance here in this unsettled <laughs> soil of this field. Can you go get my thing and then go 80 feet up there? Thank you. A little short in terms of manpower. They've got you out there uh, running the game. Steve is everybody's Elmer. He began as probably some others, but here with 100 Watts and a Wire, he's certainly been my Elmer. Oh, I'd say we're, up, we're probably uh, creeping up on about 10 years, sir. I don't know. Maybe... This is our seventh season, so probably seven. I'll say seven, but uh, everybody's but we're getting there. We're getting close to ten, so for it's sure. There. If Somewhere. you have a question for uh, anybody here tonight, put a Q in the chat and let us know what's on your mind. You can ask pretty much anything. Scotty in the broadcast vehicle. Uh, he's our engineer here in the broadcast RV, and I'm sure it's air conditioned, but not to piss Steve off. It's a, it's a tricky balance. We can't. Well, when he when he moves up to the fifty three foot trailer, then that has the full on studio and uh, you know a bunch of roadies and things like that, and mm. and then 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 we might have to have a chat after that. Okay, please make it a little uglier then. Yeah, <laughs> we need a little more of your vocal mic though. Uh, in the stream, Scotty, you're just a, a touch too low. Saying hello to our friends. Uh, James is here tonight. Uh, we have a couple of James. We have Kilo India 5, Oscar Echo Bravo. Hello to you. Uh, we have James, who is KG5LTL. He's hanging out tonight. Uh, some other mainstays are, are here as well. We appreciate uh, a TX Radio DX. That's Kilo India 5, 
Sierra Hotel, Yankee. I like that KI5 shy. I would be using that at all of the places. He says, good evening, gentlemen. It's nice to see you as well. Greg is here. Don, who you may hear about uh, as we do our live coverage after the live podcast. He'll be running on 20 meters, I imagine. He is here. Greg is here. Hello, 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 Big Ben, everybody. Mark is here. Mark has come out of retirement to drive Scotty's rig around. But <laughs> it all ends with uh, Scotty just says, you know, Christian needs that sound. He's got to have the Neumann, and I need an RV to make Christian sound good. And it always comes down to, he's right, sorry. He's right. We need that. The, the vintage uh, Neve console and the recording truck. and the That recorder. was a little pricey. I wasn't some, sure we needed that. But pull, uh, pull tech tube equalizers. So, oh, you know, nice. All that. Is he uh, loud enough, um, Steve? Tell the truth. Is he loud enough? It's come up. Come up Still, how about now? Oh. <laughs> How's that? How you doing? How you doing, baby? How you doing? Now listen to him. How you doing? You just get them in Philly. When we get the show on the road and we get to Philly, it's how you doing. Or <laughs> Jersey. We gain uh, southern parts of Jersey. Tonight we are talking about, and this was Steve's idea, because I, I was on the road and doing lots of stuff, and I appreciate all the help and the thoughts and the input. You can do it, too. Let us know topics you'd like to discuss here on the show. And uh, by all means, we will certainly uh, talk about that. But Steve said, you know, maybe we could talk about you know, one thing that you would change if you could about the hobby, one thing you would change. So give us your answers tonight while you're here as we're recording the live podcast. Again, everybody's welcome to join us six o'clock central time. We do the live show and having you here is uh, is nice for us. What's one thing you would change about the hobby? So that's what we're going to be talking about a little bit um, tonight. I do want to report that um, the repeaters in New York City, we talked about it last week, they didn't pick up, man. And it was kind of like I'd, if I hit it just right in the morning, I might hear this guy who seems to talk to his buddy briefly, and that's it. And I'm like, man, and I'd click through probably five, maybe five or more repeaters, and I just didn't get it. And I'm thinking, man, this... This is pretty rough for the biggest city in the country. And we, we hit on it last week, if you want to hear us talk about it in detail. But it didn't get any better, Steve. I thought maybe, you know, maybe I, I was just talking too soon and I had another full week, another five days or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. there. Biggest city in the world. Very hard to put a um, an HF antenna up anywhere. Yeah. And the repeaters aren't there. And I, I don't want to read into too much now, but, uh, you know. I don't know. I, I think like that's a lot of people's options living in big cities like that mm -hmm. is the repeaters. And I just but it's not just to... limited to just the big cities. It's and it's not just limited to New York. It's pretty much all over the country. It's a common theme that I've been hearing over the last couple of years that repeaters are dead. And uh, I could see maybe one area, or, but it's just more and more people are saying that. Yeah, it's uh, kind of died down, and and then there's others areas where that where they're very active. So it's kind of a hit and miss. Back in the '80s and stuff like that, and '90s, it was you couldn't find a you know an unused repeater that wasn't blaring and barking and uh, going at it, and people were just you know really engaged. But now it just seems like everyone's uh, 
either busy or they're all listening and no one wants to talk. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah, I agree. I thought, you know, I've been thinking about Scotty's brother who's coming in new. My brother was going to be testing or at least studying, you know, sometimes life gets in the way and, you know, but you all start at that technician level, which isn't some lowly level, by the way, guys, we don't ever look at anybody with a license as being only a technician. Although that comes out sometimes we say, well, they're only a technician. Um, but that's not, you know, if that's part of your interest in the hobby and that's as far as you want to go, that's definitely cool with us here. Um, but um, people getting in, they kind of need that. And we talked about that on last episode. So if you want to go back and hear a discussion about the repeaters in New York City and general, go back and check out uh, what are we on episode 372 this week. So go back to 371 and listen to us uh, talk about it. I don't think I don't know how you change it. And I think repeaters is a show that we could do. Um, that's tricky because ownership of repeaters can get dicey too. I don't know. Are they very expensive, Steve? Oh yeah. They can, they can add up. It's not uncommon to drop five, $6,000 onto a, uh, onto a system. And then, uh, then you have your reoccurring costs. Your, uh, if you're into a lease facility, you got to pay that monthly rent and, uh, and or electricity. So there's ongoing costs. And then, uh, it's just like any other amateur radio station, whether it's your, you know, this station here, uh, here at my house or yours or out on, um, on a mountaintop or a remote site. Uh, it's, uh, a, you know, a sizable investment uh, when it comes to the equipment and it, it adds up. And, and so does it seem to you, I mean, we're, we're really being general here and we can't speak for everything, but uh, is it because some folks pay part and parcel or, or most of the money for the maintenance, for the repeater, to put it up and taking all, all care of all the logistics, do they get territorial? Yeah, I think so. I mean, some guys, uh, they will pay everything. I have known, uh, re, you know, fellow repeater owners that uh, they paid it all. And um, they refused to take any financial help from anybody. They just wanted uh, to pay for everything. And then at the same time, they kind of got into a little dictatorial on it. And it, and right, I mean, and they're they're right because it's their equipment, it's their station, and everything. But but on the same token, it's like. I'm opening up this repeater and I'm allowing everybody to use it, but then I'm telling you how to use it. And it's like, ah, oh, okay. You know, that, that's that fine line. You know, are you telling them because they're violating part 97 or you're telling them because you just want to be a douche and have, and you're on a power trip. So it, it, it varies. Um, then there are repeaters that, uh, take, uh, you know, that clubs uh, operate and membership uh, pays for that. There's repeater associations that just strictly they're a club and that's all they do. They focus and they maintain the repeater and all the operating costs. Uh, there's, uh, you know, those can be closed or private and to where they say only, you know, select few. You got to pay to play. Um, but uh, that's, you know, mm. 
that that varies from you know system to system so it uh it's you know people get upset over that they kind of go oh you know all repeaters should be open and it's like mm, then you know is your ham radio station your personal station open at 3 a.m in the morning so someone can walk through the door and walk into your shack and start operating no they, you don't want them coming in your house well that the equipment is theirs and uh mm -hmm. and that's another <laughs> it gets into a big bailiwick and and is, stuff. It, is there any like um, burden of if you could get in trouble if some jabronis got a little uh, strange in their language and you own the repeater and they were on it one night and some OO came along and reported some strange things? Is there any ownership potentially, you know, where you could get yourself in trouble if the people aren't acting right? Um what goes through the repeater it still falls onto the originating person station okay. so you're just kind of um yeah you sh no i don't think legally you are um okay. and this is i gotta really think about this one i know technically the technical aspects of it if you've got you know spurs or spikes that are coming outside mm -hmm. the band or uh, and uh causing causing issues there yes you're technically responsible but for the traffic that's going through it you're really not responsible for it the originating station is but any good repeater owner is going to say hey that nonsense you know those jabronis we're, we're gonna we're gonna cut you out we're gonna you know remove your toy and shut it down and but uh, ultimately, the repeater owner is not going to be, or trustee is not going to be held liable for, you know, what another station. So if Scotty got a little rambunctious on my repeater and I didn't shut it off, then Scotty is ultimately responsible for it. I'm responsible for the technical operations of it. But if, you know, Scotty was a jabroni, then just like, oh, the heck with you. Nuts and butts. And Scotty, you're done. Oh, <laughs> Out of here. <laughs> okay, I see it's a little salty. We're moving into Still the love deep you, part of the summer, but uh, oh, somebody's got a bone to pick. <laughs> Holy moly! From the 100 Watts and Wire audio <laughs> bus, right now we'll check in with Scotty here in just a little bit. Talk about some contests, but first, this week in Radio Steve, you remember this? 1967, we were racing. Uh, off the southern coast of Chile. We were uh, on the motorbikes and winning. But on the 14th, 1967, U.S. government's, uh, the Marine and Broadcasting Offenses Act uh, comes into force, closing down most offshore radio stations. No more pirate stuff for you, y'all. Now, this was slightly before our time. I will admit we were not around, kicking it around this time but uh, on the 15th in 1794 the first semaphore semaphore telegraph announced victory of france over austria you got that one steve mm -hmm. 1794 there you go 1982 now we were uh, getting along pretty well back in 1982 had won 25 years worth of uh, sidecar motorbike racing the first audio CDs are manufactured. Boy, we can really get in the weeds talking about CDs and MP3s and all of that. A recording of Richard Strauss's Alpine Symphony. The first audio CDs manufactured. Kick it. 
And on the 18th in 1934, FCC issues the first FM construction permit. The W1XOJ in Boston, the station signed on in 1941 as WGTR. WGTR. What you got, Scotty? What you want to say? Oh, uh, GTR. That's an abbreviation for guitar in the studio world. Guitar, so you would maybe make some masking tape and line out your board, would, the Neve board, and write. It would be GTR, yes, sir. All right, very good. Hey, be sure to check out Hour Seventy Three. We are really considering going with the live streams, and that would be tomorrow night, six o'clock. I'm not sure. I think there'll be at least three of us. I'm waiting to hear back from the guest. Sometimes guests <laughs> can be temperamental and be like, "I don't want a live stream. I don't know about that. And my makeup, and I need all this stuff. And now we need another bus, just one bus, or no guest." But check out hour seventy-three. We're exploring self-reliance from the old days to today. We feature news, topical conversations, and interviews. Now, people like us live more independent and sustainable lifestyles. Check it out. Hour73.com. Survival skills, DIY, homesteading, gardening, preparedness. It's all in there like ragu. Subscribe to the podcast and join the community at Hour73.com. All right. I believe there was a... T- I looked at contest. I, I wanted to look at our run of show and I'm like, maybe I'll help Scotty out. <laughs> He's probably cold sitting in that uh, 25-foot... Uh, bus of the audio bus it's kind of a half bus you know the, the, the short bus i guess steve calls it <laughs> uh, i knew that was coming soon you knew that was later. coming he sits in, the, in the short bus and i thought man look at all these contests like and then i clicked away real fast like nah screw it what did I you only, find scott i only picked a couple for the uh for the uh, weekend coming up um I guess a couple a couple biggies. We have August 20th and 21st. Um, it's the North American QSO Party Single Sideband Edition. So that'll be uh, that ought to irritate the POTA operators next weekend for sure. <laughs> it, it, will, it will irritate somebody. Somebody, yep. no doubt. Um, so yes, uh, next weekend North American QSO Party. That's a, that's always always fun. Always a lot of action. And um, for you, um, for you guys with your uh, with the, like the uh, the gigahertz, there is the um, ten gigahertz and up a r r l ten gig and up uh, contest happening next uh, weekend, the twentieth and twenty first as well. So that'll get you, get you a microwave on. Um, I have yet to dabble with any of that um, myself yet. Um, I don't really have any people gear for microwaves. Really stuff. That's a whole other thing, and I, I think it's a whole another world. Find some of those people. If you're into that stuff, let us know because uh, I have. I can only speak for myself. I don't know, Dick, about microwave, but I know the people are putting it together. They're doing it. I know who who would know because of his profession. Steve would know about it for sure. I, I well, well, you know about microwave. Everybody knows about microwaves. <laughs> it's one pocket. zero zero start. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Hot yeah, pockets. everybody knows <laughs> hot pockets. <laughs> One zero zero start. Oh, I did have a uh, special event station I wanted to uh, plug real quick too. It's oh. the um, um, gig it. Um, uh, happening now through August nineteenth. Uh, it's a special event station, November seven, Charlie. It's uh, for the Navajo Code Talkers. Oh, I love that. that. Yep. So N7C uh, special event station now happening now through the 19th. So yep, made a contact with them yesterday. Nice. 
and was participated in a little bit of the Maryland QSO party. I did not did not partake in the uh, my home state's QSO party. So I had way too much on my plate to to get in to get into it. Definitely, uh, you know, setting up the the bus the rehearsal, bus. Under you know, the whole nine yards. You know, main, was, you know these mainliners. You know, they're just. I was waiting on Mark to pick me up at the Browns so we could be out in Missouri for tonight's show. Gets picked up in a beautiful <laughs> bus. It's where we got the Asia room. The Asia room is for the gig. Okay, that's the gig room. Okay, that's the gig. Headliners get the Asia room at the Browns. It's easy to pull in and pull out <laughs> at the Browns. There you go. That's Check right. out the Discord to get the inside scoop on that. Inside scoop of the Browns. Okay, so lots of great chatter is happening, and we'll um, we'll also look at some of the information that came back and some of the data, if you will, from our Facebook group. But looking in our live chat now, and if you have a question, put a cue in front of it. Uh, Engineer Scotty will pull those from the 100 watts in a wire audio bus and uh, we'll, we'll answer those in just a bit. I just do that to agitate Steve, who is in the sidecar. He wants <laughs> sidecar. He wants something with an effing roof, quote, unquote. Give me something with a roof. At least the short okay. bus has a roof. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but the sidecar, we're always air conditioned. So, hey, touche, touche. Go faster. That's true. Yeah, the faster you go, the more air conditioning I get. All right. Let's see if we can figure out some of the people who are here right now. We'll go through some of the answers and uh, we can see what they would change. That's what we're talking about on this episode. What would be one thing that you would change about ham radio if you could? Um, and lots of good repeater conversations thank you all for that very much uh, let's see let's see sch midi okay for those who have a family uh oh that's a question okay we'll really? leave that go for later on let's see how we can go I'm rolling down these uh the things as i pull up also let me just go ahead over there because i know we've got some some things to pull up there and i'll just get confused myself we may cross over fifteen thousand members on facebook thank you all to Ooh, look at that folks who uh join in there's that number it's not exact there but we may we may uh go over if you like facebook some people still do all right what would you change dj he's a bit of a joker he's w1 ued but he's not joking about this one guys He's saying the so-called Elmers being quick to jump down the throats of new hams who are just trying to learn. Uh, seniority Steve, go ahead. What do you think about that? Oh, yeah. That actually is kind of my pet peeve right now. It's, uh, I was thinking about there's many things in the hobby that, I was, that kind of, you know, irritate or this or that or as i was trying to think what's the one item that i could uh talk about that would if i want if i would change it um dj just nailed it and it's the hypocrisy of guys like myself who've been in the hobby for a long time that uh my generation of operators we are jumping down on the new people we're not being helpful we're just criticizing. We're not, um, we're just, we don't care for any of the new modes. It's like, and then just because they don't do it the conventional way or the accepted norm, let's, let's bring one, one item up. 
calling CQ on repeaters is typically not an accepted norm. It's uh, just, you just don't do it. It, uh, it normally it's like, you know, so and so monitoring or this or that. There's just, there's some accepted norms on repeaters, but typically calling CQ is not one of those things. And a brand new ham will come in and uh, call CQ on a repeater. And this curmudgeon, one of my fellow classmates, it will start jumping down their throats. And it's like, dude, chill, educate them, tell them it's not the accepted norm and just, you know, go from there. They're just trying to, to be part, you know, to be, to fit in and to be part of us. And you just become the biggest douchebag in the world and chase them away. And that's one of those things that just drives me absolutely nuts that uh, with, there are guys like me who have been in the hobby forever, or it seems like <laughs> 40 years, and we're chasing away new people. And then the other aspect of it is, and this comes up a lot, it's CW or not CW, whether you, your license required you to know CW and demonstrate the proficiency of CW doesn't make me a better hand because I have to pass the CW code test because you didn't have to pass the test. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. You pass the test like I did. You pass the test that was, uh, was required of you at the time you took the test. We're all good. And, uh, so guys in my generation, we need to knock it off and be more accepting and teaching because our job is to prepare the next generation. Uh, beyond, you know, because we'll be gone. And then eventually, you know, this next group of people will continue the hobby. And uh, so that's kind of my DJ and I are on the same boat. Ed here in our live says he would bring in more kids and more programs and not specifics about that. Uh, but some thoughts on uh, bringing in that seems to be for the seven years or the seven seasons of this podcast, I can't believe, I mean, I can't uh, tell you how many times I've been invited to talk about how to get kids into the thing. And we've talked about it and it's controversial and I've said my piece about it. You got to go back a little bit, but it's, it's this question. How do we get the kids in? How do we get the kids in? How do we get the kids in? How do we get, and it's like, you know, and I think we've said it here, at least I've said it. Um, some of the programs, I mean, what could be an interesting program and uh, bring in uh, Scotty and Steve again on this one, too. I mean, are there any programs that come to mind which may help with kids? None that I'm aware of. I mean, it's, uh, I didn't really take an interest in ham radio until much, much later in life. And I don't recall um, even as going to elementary school in the late 70s and then... Um, and into the early 80s and high junior high and high school and in, in the 80s uh, there was no mention or of amateur radio it wasn't uh, wasn't a thing that was ever even remotely on my radar um so um as far as the programs being available none and I, I was never exposed to any and i don't know of really any now at least not in my area i mean we have programs i mean they're they're there i mean look at neil uh uh, Neil Rapp and what he's done with, uh, yeah, but he's just one guy and, you know, at his school and sponsoring the the club and getting that going. We need more Neils. And, uh, but we're also competing with 
the internet. We're competing with this and that kids are, you know, fascinated by it and that that's their life. And, uh, and even when we were, you know, that age, it was, that wasn't there. I mean, there was other things that were drawing us. And so it, it, it's a t tough nut to crack. And, uh, and, you know, we have some programs out there. Um, Carol Perry, uh, is another one that comes to mind, uh, that, uh, she's, uh, teaching a lot of kids and in the hobby. And then there's the Dorothy, Oh, Dorothy, something middle school in California that, uh, that is very active and getting kids involved, but those are outliers. They're not the norm. And we, we got to get more, we got to duplicate more of them and, uh, and, you know, bring the kids into, you know, get their interest and then letting them go, letting them flourish and be, uh, and thriving into the hobby. But, you know, first us old farts, we need to change our ways and, and be more accepting. I think there's a, a financial barrier to that as well. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, county, county school systems, state school systems aren't going to put up funding to build a amateur yeah. station at a school. So, it, you know, so it would you know, be a, a volunteer or somebody donated the money to, to make that happen. And that's, uh, that'd be the only way really to kind of, to get the more of them happening in schools, what, which would be great. I would love, to, like you, I would love to see that. I would love to have been introduced to amateur radio when I was in school. It just didn't happen. We mentioned some of that with, uh, we talked about it on Hour 73 a little bit. We can go deeper and probably will about, you know, the trade skills, the kids in the, in the high schools and, you know, used to be taught how to cook an egg, balance a checkbook, how to do things and, and that kind of thing. And now they are not. And I think maybe that's a, a part of it. There are STEM programs. I'm not sure that we're connected to all of them. And I think uh, without opening a huge can of worms, because this is why we do the, the live interaction thing, because it can actually send you down a, a rabbit hole that you didn't expect to go to. And that's exciting. And it could derail what we're, we're thinking about too. But I've said it before, and I think that it, it's, it could be, and I always have to choose my words correctly here. Or I'll get email and people be like, you saw my bitch, go back to Poland or wherever it is, you're damn people. You know, that Ryan kind of thing. LL. I think it's, we have an American problem too. Mm -hmm. Like our side of the, the pond, other countries have a lot of different voices, a lot of people who are different. And I think, I think in America, we have an, interesting american dynamic in amateur radio i guess is how i want to say that and my my stuff is always rooted in inclusion we got to get the ladies interested in it you know we have to get people that don't look like us whatever that definition is for you uh, apply it and that's kind of my whole bit with that and and tag in the the school the skills the life skills and i think that might help but i don't go around uh, to the ham fest to come talk about it. You know, it's my stuff's real easy, man. It's like, you know, let more people in the door that don't look like us try to appeal to some more ladies and let's see what happens from there. Maybe put it in schools, but I'm not going to rant. Go ahead, Steve, mop that up for me. I'm, I'm waiting for my emails. I'm just going to log out of the emails now. But, yeah. I'm like you. We, we need to be inviting open to everybody. It doesn't matter. Uh, that's the the thing that's cool about this hobby is that 
the radio is the great neutralizer. It doesn't matter what, where you are on the social economic scale or where you come from, what your background is. We're all equal. We're all the same. It doesn't matter if you're Joe Walsh or you're me or you're Scotty. It, uh, we're all equal. We're all the same. It, uh, on the radio, we're, we all have this same love for the hobby and things like that. And that's, that's what makes the hobby great in my mind is uh, it doesn't matter who you are, where you are, and, uh, and what you look like. We don't care. We just, uh, you're, you're part of the family. All right, lots of uh, great conversation. Got a lot of great questions, too. Uh, Engineer Scotty is pulling those from the 100 watts in a wire audio bus. It is not the short bus. It didn't cost short money. I know. I know. Ask me how. I knew. <laughs> didn't care or spare any expense. Like, you want to sound good? That vintage knee bus certainly scroll. was not cheap. Give me this <laughs> scroll of stuff that I need. Uh, let me go back over here so I can uh, give you a little of this. All right, brothers and sisters, if you are getting value out of this content, give us a like. That is probably the easiest way to teach this algorithm that you dig what we're doing, and maybe it will turn other people onto it. I've noticed, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but uh, I think there's a lot of, you know, we're in this recession. We've got businesses are hurting all around the world. Sponsorships are definitely hard to come by for 100 watts in a wire because they're usually within this small niche. So companies aren't spending money. So to give you an idea, a simple like on this video, comment on it, that sort of thing helps too. But you can also think about other ways that you can support the content you would like. And I just want to let you know an easy one is buy me a coffee. You could buy the three of us a coffee, almost the same thing. Buymeacoffee.com and uh, we probably have the link down below. You don't need any signups. You don't need no accounts. You donate whatever you like. Uh, check that out and you can support the community and the content that you enjoy. And I think we have to move toward a community supported thing. It doesn't have to be a big donations or a big push for that and I'm, I'm one over the years that people usually have to tell me don't forget tell them you got t-shirts tell them you got a whole shop full of stuff man it'll help you out uh what i did last year or the better part of last year the end of it i gave all the money away got the money and gave it away and now i tell the steve i don't know man i probably shouldn't have, i probably shouldn't have done that <laughs> and here we are but so think about community supported stuff we always tell you to support the ham radio companies because they're hurting too mm-hmm. uh, and they can't get out ahead to sponsor podcasts at least not all of them in the smalls can't do that visit 100 wattsandwire.com and uh, click support and see uh, if there's anything that you would like to uh, t-shirt hats thumbs up it all does it Scotty's live from the 100 Watts and Wire audio bus. He's got some stuff about HamFest. I can't believe there's still HamFest going on. Each week he surprises me. He finds him. What I is managed, uh, managed to dig, dig him up somehow. He digs him up. I was just at one last weekend. A um, couple I picked uh, off the ARRL site. Um, we have the um, the Huntsville HamFest. It's the ARRL South, uh, Southeastern Division. Um, Begin 
will begin in Huntsville, Alabama. That's happening. It's a two-day event, August 20 and 21. You can find out more at uh, hamfest.org. That's their website for that one. And then one up in uh, Don's neck of the woods, uh, Don Z, one of our net operators in, uh, in Brainerd, Brainerd, Minnesota. Um, Brainerd Tailgate Hamfest happening August 20th. Um, and uh, you can find out more about that at brainerdham.org as well. All right. Well, thank you. Live from the 100 Watts and Wire audio bus, just sort of an old retired school <laughs> bus. They called it a short bus back in his, but he's converted it completely with a great sounding board and is, you know. We like to call them a mobile truck. Yeah, mobile, it was a short bus. A short bus, truck. but it's yeah, okay. We'll get away from mobile the short truck. bus because it, it, it does kind of diminish the great thing that we do <laughs> as an engineer for this show and the other one. Um, if you have a question, put a cue in front of it. We can uh, tackle those in just a little bit. Do you want to look a little bit more while we're? Uh, let's talk about. Let's say we can bring it back up. Come on now. Let's uh, let's get it back up here and see. Oh, we'll go back over here. Let's see. Uh, we were talking about things that you would change, and uh, we maybe we can hit another one and take your questions if you guys have any. Put a cue in front of it. Let's see. Re says, as a general rule, I think currently amateur radio is pretty good as it is. I could use less of the type of stuff on seventy two hundred. Is known for unless I was here first. Operators when conditions change and propagation moves seven three and oh. And less of the 73-73-73s debate, K1AUS. So he started off with, I think it's pretty good. I don't have any kind of problems with it. And then he goes deep into but And he went deep. I got <laughs> Not just one, multiples. That was awesome. But, uh, alas, there was a problem after all. <laughs> Let's talk about, guys. Let's talk about 73-73s. What, what did I miss? I missed one of them. Let's talk about that, how crazy that all is. I can't believe that just people are getting their <laughs> panties wadded up over it. <laughs> I mean, honestly. It, okay, it's 7-3. It was just, you know, that was used in the CW days. And in, in today in CW, the, when you say best regards, 7-3. Well, in the voice world, we kind of... Add a little flair to it. Super. So we now have 73s or seven thirds. Or, and it's like, who cares? <laughs> Why make a big old fuss? We have bigger problems to solve than 73s. It's like, it's just take it as a sentiment that is being presented and go with it. Just don't get your panties wadded up over it. It's ridiculous. It's a tomato, tomato thing. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see what Earl Bailey has to say. Whether you say seven three or seventy three, even seventy threes, we're still one hundred watts and a wire. That's right, and that's way to go, Earl. Nice, God. And you know, there's a prominent ham out there. I'm not going to throw any shade, and I'm not going to put his name out there. But uh, yeah, he was very uh, specific about you cannot. It is seven three or seventy three. Not yeah. 73s, and I was like, Oh my, I'm gonna write this down. I'm gonna I, this. I, yeah, you know if, if you're going to the tradition, it is 7 3. That, that is the tradition. 
but who cares? It's the same thing as people using Q signals or Q codes on voice. It's strictly a CW deal. Well, my QTH is blah, 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 blah. But on voice, you can just say, well, my location is. But we stay to the tradition of, we say, Q codes. So QTH, QRZ, Q, QRM, QRN, you know, QRO, QRP. And it's, it's part of the tradition, but don't get too wound up over it. Yeah, it started in the CW world, but who cares if we use it on on voice and that's the same thing with seven three and it's if you say it in the plural awesome if you say it in the singular awesome <laughs> it just i i don't get it why people want to make a big old fuss maybe they just want to bitch about to something you know complain about it uh, because they don't have anything else to do in life and and they're miserable you know what my favorite chris farley always said don't you know any other goddamn tune <laughs> Let's take some questions. Thank you, Chris. Let's take some questions. James asks, Kilo India 5, Oscar, Echo, Bravo. Inverted V, NFED half-wave tuning. I have a 24-foot uh, fiberglass electrical line pole as a center mast. What should I cut the antenna wire initially? I have an MFJ 269. What should, uh, what should it look like while tuning it up? What should he look like or while he's tuning it up? Well, you're going to, so what band are you going to go on for one? But uh, if you know what band you're going to go and you use the formula um, <clears throat> to figure out a half wavelength, which is 468 over frequency. So then I would cut it a little on the long side. So if it's, uh, you need 66 feet of wire, then I would probably go 68 feet total, which would make it 34 foot on each, on each leg. And then you can see where you're, um, with your analyzer, you can see where it uh, tunes up at. And it's uh, a lot easier to shorten the wire than it is to lengthen it. You could get out your left-handed cable stretcher and lengthen it, but it's uh, easier just to shorten it up. So cut it long, which will mean that it'll resonate lower in frequency than where you are. So if you set it up for 40 meters, uh, 34 foot on each leg, it will probably have it resonate below seven megahertz, which is fine. And then you just kind of shorten it up and, and you, you know, shorten it up by six inches or, uh, on each leg at a time and then just recheck and then uh, and then go from there until you get it uh, get it uh, in tune when you're shortening it up don't let the wire hang down you know few you put a few wraps on the end and then just kind of let it dangle there you don't want you don't want any danglies you just want to bring it all the way back up onto the wire danglies are not good because it will throw off your frequency oh that's right wrap it back onto itself mm -hmm. and uh, get it sorted out Another question. Um, let's see. For those who have a family, how has your ham radio hobby been accepted by spouse, kid, sibling? Does it bring you closer together? Is it a wedge or source of conflict? Or it is what it is. Let's start. You forgot all the above. <laughs> Depends on the day, right? Yeah. <laughs> it has been accepted. <laughs> uh Kids have accepted it. Siblings have accepted it. Uh, I don't know if it has brought us closer together. And sometimes it has been a wedge. And uh, 
and a source of conflict here, even though my wife has her ticket too. So, so That's all of the above. That's great. Dynamite! Scotty, uh, from the 100 Watts and Wire audio bus, what do you think of that? Has your hobby uh, been accepted by your spouse uh, or uh, partner? I, th- I th- lover. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I think close she's. Friend. I think she's finally just uh, accepted that uh, it's a part of my life. It's what I'm going to do occasionally and ignore her occasionally while I'm doing it. And uh, it's, um, yeah, acceptance. Um, I don't think it's driven a wedge. Uh, she and she has no desire to get into this. Uh, so it's, it's my it's my thing that I do, and she has her thing that she can do, and and that's pretty much where it lies in this household. Well, if it could be, you know, if I'm going to spend a little time away from you, dear, then it's either I could be at the bar or I can be in the ham shack. It could Which, be a lot worse. What do you want? <laughs> Here's a question uh, from James. Question: Do people think it's too hard? Oh. Oh, I don't, I don't know where that's coming from, James. But uh, thanks, I got to go to HR now. Was, was that enhanced by a blue pill or or not? Or, yeah, David <laughs> asked. Seventy uh, thirds is an abomination? Question mark. I saw Mark in the chat says, "I'm going seven thirds. I'm adopting that." Seven thirds. <laughs> Yeah. I've I've had a friend that used that, and uh, it was uh, just that was the that was his style of of ending the conversation, and I just accepted it for what it was, and it was, uh, yeah. but you know the the sentiment was there, and uh, so yeah, seven thirds. You know, I heard Ward Silver, and to Daniel's point in the chat, uh, I find a lot of people. He says, "quote I find a lot of people." Uh, in our hobby, like to find reasons to get bent out of shape over little things. And that just saying that reminds me of Ward Silver. And I can't remember his call sign. I have a book with his name on it. N0AX. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, N0AX. I have his grounding and bonding And he lives close by. He's in Missouri. And, you know, he said something. I guess it was a talk or something. Maybe... Maybe it was during the interview that I did with them. And he said, you know, everybody's generation, whenever you came into ham radio, was the best, you know, uh, time in ham radio. Those were the best times. And I think that people who are in it longer start to see new people come in and things change. New contests come in. Hoda comes in. You've got the Browns Hotel. These nitwits talking on Sunday night. I can't hear you know because we weren't there when they started F- up. FT8. FT8. Oh, that's that's almost like the them's CW fight, Wars. Them's fighting words. Oh my god! I just saw one. Um, as you know, I peruse QRZ the forums, and someone lost their mind. Over the timestamp, I guess someone was off by seven tenths of a second or something. <laughs> I, I just, and then he had to point out that I noted 13 operators in the last one hour of going through FTA, oh. and 12 of them were extra class. It's like, okay. And, and, and more than a second, more than one second off the clock. Yeah. And they were off. That's, uh, and and not knowing about FT8, I'm like, oh, uh, what's the problem? I, I will be educated. Yes, you can educate me on that. But it was like, really? 
you're getting butt hurt over oh a little time i don't get it speaking of driving a family wedge i've got some company in town <laughs> seem to understand could you turn that racket down i'm trying to iron in here cheesecake steve in philadelphia you're saying to yourself isn't it cheesesteak steve mm, not this guy Cheesecake, Steve. He says, "What about five nine into the repeater?" You three ACT. You're five nine. You're five nine. I hear that all the time. You're five nine into the repeater, locally, and in New York, I didn't hear it uh, as much. Okay, yeah, I don't really hear that here either. Full quieting is what they is what the it's folks around here say. Yeah. yeah, what you know, your uh, your your signal is like. 20 over it's pegging the needle but boy you're noisy i don't get it there's a couple guys that, that use the s meter on the on yeah. the regular i got you you're pretty quiet s7 the full quieting okay. and they're not like Come the on. young guys you know it's not like we're listening to the young folks talk these are just guys that are in the in their way and doing what they've done for whatever long and i always grew up you know you didn't challenge the elders and you know you respected your elders and they knew the most and you'd sit around like a neil young song like the leaves around the tree and you listen but i gotta tell you like uh some elders are assholes i mean you know, <laughs> some old people are not you know they're just like I, curmudgeity no you gotta like i don't know if i should respect you i'm trying you're kind of a dingbat uh peace and love peace and love but thank you uh, for joining us, Daniel. It's, uh, I think, new to see you here. And hello to Steve, James, and everybody who's come. After we record the live podcast, which we're going to wrap up here shortly, we appreciate you and invite you to always come, 6 o'clock Central Time, to the live stream. And join us, check in, uh, tell us what you're feeling, and just like what happened tonight. It's great. It takes us in different directions. We can open up the conversation to more voices. And uh, we post the podcast for your listening enjoyment on the train or the plane or however you like to consume the podcast. But you're always invited on Sunday nights. Cool way to end the night. And then we go into live coverage of the 100 Watts and Wires Sunday evening net. And uh, we've got Paul and 2HYG will be running tonight and Don Casey 0 DWZ. You can check in with them if you like. Scotty's probably going to do some. FT8 from the 100 watts and wire audio bus. Blasphemous. Make sure your clock is synchronized. <laughs> oh, I go to time.is every time I before I fire it up. So stick around for that. Also, anybody who's come by now, I appreciate anybody who's come now. Check out um, hour73.com. We're going to be on YouTube doing some live. It's not going to be exclusively an amateur radio podcast, but people who are interested in preparedness, self-reliance in these wacky times forget about the ideologies and the roads that got you there to preparedness we're not really interested in that i'm coming for the skills from gardening to homesteading we may be live streaming tomorrow the show just to try it out i expect oh engineer scotty this was another reason he got this 
sort of busts is because he's like, you know, I'm working on two podcasts. Two podcasts. I'm so overwhelmed and stressed out. I need the bus. I need the bus. So demanding. So I need to ask for sixty thousand dollars. I was like, Jesus, it all boiled down to that ass. We laid it in there. It was a pretty good one. And some gummies. And some gummies. And that's easier to do. We get that um, medicinals from Pat. He seems to have a good steady supply. I don't think they question the pastors. And the uh, smells of New York City. That's something else nowadays. My God. It smells great. I mean, it's you got an open joint right there on the street. And I'm thinking, wow. I mean, back in my day, when... We had to go around the back of the school and near the basketball hoop over the wall to smell that, you know, that kind of thing. But nowadays, it's just right down the street. I'm like, wow, it's everywhere. It's like a That's, festival or something. It's like cars that go down Main Street, and then they, it's, they have their windows down, and it's just, it's just wafting out. And it's just like, wow, everyone's driving around stoned here in, uh, in Ellicott City. It's wacky, and it's early in the morning. People are just doing their thing, and I'm not judging. I don't care. I'm just like, wow, the smell is just like, and it's close. And you're like, it's that lady. <laughs> well, in our community, it's Pastor Joe. And, you know, it's either that or he's talking about Paul's, you know, Yang. <laughs> Yang. Yeah, Uncle Paul's is, Yang. Yeah. Uncle Paul's Yang. Pastor <laughs> Joe has a fascination <laughs> with pa Uncle Paul's Yang. I don't oh. get it, but that's okay. We still love you, Pastor yeah, Joe. Yeah, do what you want. With somebody else's yang. It's uh, <laughs> if you're the yang, to the yang, that's on you. This is the kind of stuff we do in the live coverage. It gets a little floppy, I must admit. Go to um, Hour 73 on YouTube. Click the notification bell because if we do They're go serious live, over there, we'd love to have you there. We'd love to have you there and subscribe wherever you get podcasts. We're just getting cooking. And tomorrow we're supposed to be talking about on the next episode your medical kits. Getting together your basic medical kit for regular types of people will be the conversation on that. So come on, bring it on over, and uh, and we'll see you there. If you're preparedness-minded, I think that's what you want to do. All right, I think we fooled them again, guys. We're getting right up to the top of the hour. we gotta we got to let the people go and end the lab business. Uh, so I'll say 73 for now. Take care of yourselves. Stay cool because uh, wherever you may be, uh, the temperatures have been heating up, and hopefully we get a break here shortly. But I'll say 73. Thanks to the uh, guys for coming. Steve, any final thoughts? No, that's it. 73, everyone. Thanks for being here. We really appreciate you joining us every week. Scotty, 73 to you, sir. We'll see you in the after show. Pleasure as always. Seven thirds, everyone. Uh, Seven thirds. <laughs> Uh, take care of yourselves, and uh, by all means, if you can, please try and stay above the noise. To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100wattsinawire.com.